0: Boop, <laughs> <laughs> Pr- boop. That's how yes. we started. Our okay. Every day. Why? Oh. Every time.
1: I don't remember. It started like 10 episodes ago. Huh. I think Melissa just did that and then we just were like, I guess this is it. <laughs> and it has been. Hello. And, and welcome to We Like Stuff, stuff and So, so, so Should, should you. you. There it
2: is. We uh, got some. Well, guests.
0: guests. Yeah. yeah. I Hello. love a... All right. <laughs>
1: Um, so, yes. Can I
0: leave? <laughs> no! Um, you can't. So You're contractually obligated to be here. You signed the contract at the door in blood.
1: Yeah, I don't know why you took out that pen. We have pens. Um, so, yeah, I'm Brenny. This is Melissa. And then we also have... Aaron. And... Uh, uh, Alex, contractually obligated. Thank <laughs> you. Contractually obligated. <laughs> that's not my real name. It's in the Um But yeah, this is a show where we talk about the things that we like, and that's that's it. There's nothing else really to it. Yeah, let's talk about a
0: little like that we have this week. I didn't make a little like. No, not a little naked.
3: like.
1: What the?
0: F- <laughs> <laughs> a little like is something little you like.
1: Um. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, this is where the microphone is. Please try not. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's 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 very slight. It's not actually as bad. Cause I used to freak out a lot before. I thought that was just a sock on the table. <laughs> 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 yes, I put a sock on our microphone just to uh, create the illusion of whatever that like. That, I don't know what that filter is, pop what is that?
0: Filter? I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's called filter. a pop filter. I don't know. I just saw that it was, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah, nobody stops me. They keep telling you what it is, and you keep saying, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I know, I, you're saying the words pop filter, but that doesn't mean anything to me, because I don't know what, audio filter, I don't know why I said pop filter.
0: That is what we said. Frick! <laughs> <laughs> it's called a pop that's filter. That's what it's
1: called. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, yeah oh anyways.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, um, you guys can leave now. <laughs> what happened to her contract? No, only it's Alex signed. <laughs> if Brendan asks you the same question more than once, the contract is null and void. Um, um, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, for me, I guess a little like would just be being able to do these like shows with you guys yeah, because you guys came over last week we did a couple 30 Minute Grammys which is another show that everybody should listen to (laughs) 30 (laughs)
0: Minute (laughs) Grammy and
1: yeah there's one episode that we made a song and I'm still on the fence about
0: it I'm in love with it
1: but it's we were
0: gonna say that (laughs) that's our little like shark cootie board.
1: yeah Yeah. you'll have to listen to that 30 Minute Grammy episode
0: shark cootie probably next week
1: to figure out exactly what's going on, yeah. because that was a wild, wild time.
4: It's a really good song. And you won't be disappointed. It's fantastic. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, it's really good.
1: Anybody else
3: got a little
4: like?
1: I got a
3: little like, um... The, uh... Your, your, your palette changing as you grow Love. up. Yeah. Because, mm. like, there's so many things I like now that I, like, totally shunned as, like, a youth. And even teenager. Like... Beets are so delicious. I had no oh idea. Right?
1: Yeah, there's th- the world of vegetables opens up when you're when you grow. I also yeah. didn't like tomatoes I
0: didn't. when I was a kid. I hated tomatoes because I couldn't eat them, and now is your, I did your palate Did your
3: palate stagnate? Like, Aaron's it? just been perpetually an adult since <laughs> she was like. <laughs> <laughs> so, like yeah, uh, that is. Aaron's accurate. been watching
0: CNN <laughs> 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 Well, Well. <so, laughs> Everything makes so much sense. <laughs> That's fair. And,
3: and true. I just see, like, a baby Aaron just sitting perfectly still, watching Power and Politics. <laughs> every
4: day at 5 o'clock. That's what all kids do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I don't,
0: I don't know. I have to re-look really it on the it, side, doing her spy missions. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yes. I don't know if it's completely true, because it, it's, like, one of those things where, like, you hear about growing up. It's like, oh, that makes sense. I know enough about science for that to kind of make sense. I'm pretty sure it's it's when you're younger there's so many more like taste buds and senses that are active and as mm-hmm. you grow up they just die so it's not like when you're younger you're really tasting everything for what it is mm-hmm. and as you grow older you So you're... what you're
0: saying is I still hate tomatoes. I just don't notice
1: it. Well no you don't, you clearly don't hate tomatoes. Oh, yeah. But it's just, like, you know, the taste of tomatoes has changed for you because of that. So now you experience it differently. You, you, you're not experiencing the whole tomato anymore. Yes. That is what I'm saying. I don't know if it was ever explicitly, like, taste that, like, It was just, like,
3: things feeling or thinking that those things were weird. Yeah. And, you know, it's, like, an also, almost like an invasion or something. We're just, like, that, like, beat thing, like, it gets on people's hands and it looks funny and, and it's, like... <laughs> You smell it, and you're like, eh. You're just like, I don't want to put this weird thing in me. Yeah. You know?
0: Also, texture is a big thing. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: I was off the broccoli train until about three months ago. Uh For my entire life. Oh. Oh. That is. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And I dated him
4: despite that. I didn't eat broccoli. I don't want to get into it. I don't really like... (laughs) I, I,
3: I don't really like... Like, um like steamed in like mushy broccoli but gotcha. like I'll eat um, nowadays I'll eat like oven roasted broccoli it's fine
1: so cauliflower it cauliflower was...
3: I love cauliflower because
1: it's always crunchy even if like even Delicious. if it's like kind of mushy it's like well no I still have to like like my teeth have to go through it without it's not like butter it's not like it's not like broccoli like mushy yeah. broccoli
0: I prefer broccoli to cauliflower but... I, I do like
4: the taste of cauliflower more though Like yeah, I think I don't... cauliflower. I I think broccoli just has more flavor than
0: cauliflower yeah. I don't know. I really cauliflower recall. also has a weird smell after a time. And it, Super stinky. It, it turns me off. Of broccoli? It. Like
4: whoa, 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 whoa Oh, was... broccoli's stinky okay, too. Okay, yeah. Let's not. It's let's
0: not. End. End. It's They're all, all stinky. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: on the phone. <laughs> not the Plus, <laughs> hashtag trendy, you can turn cauliflower into wings now. You can't do oh, that with broccoli. You yeah, can't make broccoli true. junk food, really.
0: Cauliflower and wings you are delicious. can bread
3: anything, though. Cauliflower wings are delicious.
4: I bet deep fried bread and broccoli is probably good. It's Probably
3: amazing. Probably good, yeah. But you're not find it any recipes.
0: Well, yeah, yeah they sure. do. Let's make They it. do broccoli.
1: Who's The, I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> the vegans. <laughs> I yeah, I'm pretty sure they've done everything. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure broccoli tempura is a thing. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah it, it is. is. And I've it's I've good. Had that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've had it before. Um, my friend
3: Kellen severely burnt his mouth on a tempura mushroom one time. At Ooh, Sushi. Oh, good.
1: they're so dangerous.
3: Well, it was a full mushroom and it was like fresh out of the fryer and like a fresh mushroom is like, Filled with water. Yeah. yeah. Right? He bit into... It's basically like biting into boiling water. Yep. Yeah. And he burnt the, she burnt the crap out of his
4: Ooh. mouth. <laughs> that's not better. And then...
3: That's <laughs> better. And you. then he ordered it again at the same sitting. <laughs> and burnt his mouth
1: twice. Oh, no! Oh! That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. wow. Do try to catch that, but, you know. Yeah. We're doing this live. I'm not cutting this. You can be this. No. Well, I don't know. I'm going to have to find it? Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it's an hour long. <laughs> and we know it's in the first ten minutes. But, yeah, just before seven eight minutes or eight minutes. Anyways.
4: My nine, little nine, like yeah. is kind of related to your little like, which I was thinking might be my big like, but it's going to be my little like, is making radio from home. Um... I was very skeptical about the process because I like going into the studio. You um, feel so fancy. You feel fancy, and it just like gets you in the radio zone but I am really enjoying the possibilities for more collaboration yeah. and doing radio anytime, anywhere with friends, Yeah, uh, which I really like because now it's kind of turning into like COVID. There's nothing we can do.
1: So let's do this. So
4: let's just like sit around and make some radio. Yeah. And you can do anything for radio. Radio's the best. I have a sub, um, I have a sub point to go on. Okay, perfect. Um, but yes, making radio from home. Little like.
0: That's great. Little like.
3: And the nice thing about making radio from home as well is, um, although the swearing rule still exists, as uh, it? there are less Jesus. there are less rules, um, mm-hmm. so you can eat and drink and yeah. shameless plug coming your way. Tomorrow, <laughs> me, Aaron, Hannah, and Will are gonna have. An apple juice blind taste test on the radio, and we're gonna try all the Bashan and Hostess like childhood cakes, Yo. and rank them definitively.
1: So the, you get the regular Joe Louis, but there's also double. There's yeah, there's double Joe Louis that are at Costco. I don't know if they're at regular places but I would highly it. recommend it. Yeah? yeah. It's not worth it. No, the, the ratios of cream to cake is great, but the whole Joe Louie is just still too much. So by the end of it, I don't want to finish it, but I do because it's still like the ratio You're is like You're like, why plus.
0: am I eating this much Joe Louie? <laughs> it's horrible. No, but it's the
1: ratio is the ratios better than a regular Joe Louie. Like a regular Joe Louis like has like a pretty good cream to cake ratio, but the double cream and like... Tr- du- wait, double right. cream is a better ratio in your opinion? Well, no, because it's three layers of cake. Yeah. And two layers of
3: cream. Oh. Yeah, it's double, instead, instead of just double like oh, double yeah. Decker, yeah. Decker,
4: it's a Joe Big Double of Joe yeah. Louis. Yeah.
0: yeah! So yeah. for me... <laughs> it's the big mac <laughs> of Joe Louis. It's the big Joe. <laughs> it's the big Joe.
1: <laughs> Anyways, it's just really great. Okay.
0: What about you? I already said mine. My little like is Shark Cutie Aboard. Oh, you didn't really talk about it. I forgot forgot you mentioned that. I did, yeah. Shark Cutie Aboard is a song we made for 30-Minute Grammy last week. And I, um, briefly mentioned it, but essentially it's a beautiful song about someone (laughs) who goes to a Halloween party on a boat and, um, they're just really misunderstood because they said they're going to bring a charcuterie board to the party, but then they themselves are the shark cutie aboard and their costume is a shark, but also a cute shark. And they're aboard the boat, but also holding aboard? I don't know, it wasn't very clear in the song. Yeah. We wrote the song uh,
1: very quickly, within 30 minutes, as for the show.
0: Anyway, it's a really good song. It's good for a couple laughs. It's good for a couple laughs. So, yeah. Anyway. It's so Anybody
1: specifically want to go first? Because now we have four people, and we have no idea what's going on. Uh, I can I could lead the charge if
4: that yeah try. yeah us um, how it's done <laughs> you've been <lived> here before <laughs> once <laughs> that was a long time ago entertain me um
1: oh no I oh no oh no I lost it oh no <laughs>
0: nobody gets me. <laughs> nobody gets me I have nobody it. gets no. me oh I okay lost yeah my radio idea um I
1: had a uh, oh yeah yes okay so my first thing or i guess my only thing because we're splitting up the time and it's already been 10 minutes (laughs) um is the new so there's there's a whole realm of games called or or branded as like the warriors style games um it's kind of started with like dynasty warriors um then they they did like hyrule warriors it was just a it was just a uh, it's a game it's a video game where it's just like one versus like hundred style of combat um, you, you're in, in the original dynasty War, warriors um, you were these um, like Japanese I believe Japanese or Chinese generals that, that were famous in history um, but they really glorified uh, their combat and you would just be these generals and you'd just be like destroying like hundreds of uh, people and it was a really fun game it's just senseless it like, it's just senseless just like killing dudes it's really fun um but then they adapted it to some other things so they did one for the legend of zelda they called it hyrule warriors they did one for fire emblem which was just i think fire fire emblem warriors? I don't know. Mm. Uh, but they're doing a new one that's coming out november 20th it's called hyrule warriors age of calamity and it's a the story is a prequel to breath of the wild so it's showing you, basically, the whole game is the hundred years before, like, the setting of Breath of the Wild. So you get to see what happened. You get to be there. But also the combat is just you as these characters destroying all sorts of, like, the bokoblins or, the, like, the goblins and stuff and all, like, the different kind of enemies. And it's just, I'm just so excited about this game. Um, like, the I, I've talked before about The Legend of Zelda. And I did very bad job because we it was like at the end of an episode we kind of like uh uh we kind of were talking about other things and I only had like 10 minutes left to talk about my favorite game out of like the, my favorite franchise and we had to like call it in five minutes because we have to leave room for regular radio stuff um but um Breath of the Wild was such a unique Game because it it changed the the format of, like, open world. Well, it didn't change the format, but it added so many new things um, in terms of exploration and how, like, you figure out the different puzzles in the game. Um, Traditionally, in most of these, like, in Legend of Zelda games, there's, like, one answer for each puzzle. You just have to figure it out and, like, use your environment, look around and figure out how the pieces fit together. But in Breath of the Wild, because they added, like, a huge physics mechanic uh, to the game, if you need to get, like, across a river or across, like, a canyon or anything like that, there's, like, seven different ways to do it. And they, they provide, like, the, one of the classic ways, um, or the scenarios that you generally come across, you have to cross, like, a freezing river. That's, like, the river is also very fast. They show, they have a boat just, like, hanging by a dock that you can cut the, the line on. Um, and you can get a weapon that kind of, like, blows air.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you can blow yourself across. There's also a tree can chop down and shove into the water and just hold on to it while you like float to the other side if you get high enough you can you, you get like a paraglider to kind of allow you to traverse like larger areas um you can get high enough and just traverse over the back um and some of the the funniest things i've ever seen if you cut down a tree they have a good, really good physics mechanic where um you have an ability in breath of the wild where you can freeze items in place it's called stasis Um, But it carries the momentum um, that you would give it. So if you freeze something in place and beat it with, like, a stick or, like, a hammer, it's going to go flying because you hit it, like, seven times. So it carries that momentum. Oh, I see. Uh So if you cut down a tree, stasis it, c- hit it like 20 times, and then jump onto it, you're riding a missile. And it's the best thing. It's actually used in a lot of speed runs because it gets you from one place to another. And that's all you need to do. Uh, you traverse like half of the world and it's amazing. That's um, funny. But in, so in, in this game, they added a lot of different um, mechanics from Breath of the Wild, like the way you use items and the way you use uh, your weapons and things like that, but they stylized it in this Hyrule, in this Warriors-esque type of game. Um, so you're just fighting like hundreds of people. I'm, I'm doing the, they they put out a demo, and I was playing that today, and that's why I was like, well, I'm going to talk about this, even if you guys don't, you really know Breath of the Wild. And it, yeah. um, I knew it was for the Switch, and it was like a flagship. Yeah, it, 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 it was like the reason it sold so well, even though it was, it was for the Wii U, and oh. Really? Well, yeah, they did both. It was supposed to be a Wii U game. It was supposed to be. Really? The, yeah. Oh, or I think so. no, I can't I remember. Thought it came no. out like with
3: the Switch. Yeah. It was like the no. first game most people had for
1: Switch. Yeah, so it was it was supposed. To, I think it was supposed to be a Switch only game and then they made a port at the same time for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. And I I, I I read that there's, like, a weird amount of contention where people were like, well, now this game is for two different consoles. It's supposed to be only for one, and I don't know right. why that matters to people. But I remember that being a thing, and I was like, stop, yes, you guys are awful. Um... But yeah, so I was playing this demo, and I was just ha- like, everything about this game, they've they've added to the warriors di- like the warriors mechanics. So like, it's not so monotonous. It's not just you with a big old spear just like going in circles, swiping against people, uh, and just like going from one place to another. You're still doing that, but you have so much variety and the the kind of moves that you do, um, and it's just so fun. I'm like halfway through this demo. You just play like the first level. Um, And one of the small things is that you can change Like if you have uh, Different uh, Characters on the same battlefield And you're doing different things You can actually swap between them And I was losing my mind Because I've never been able to do that in a a warrior style game Just swap between characters Because usually when you choose a character You're locked into that character for the whole fight and I, I, was, I, I was, I lost it. And actually, I, I didn't know what to do with myself, and I ended up, like, dying. And I had to reset part of that level, because I was just, I was so happy that this was happening. I didn't realize I was just getting bombarded by some fire magic that was happening. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just, I'm so excited about this game. And I understand this means nothing to everybody else in the room. <laughs> There's not, like, don't worry I'm here for it I'm, like, glad you're excited Well, that, that, that that's, yeah. that's the whole point of the show That's really it And, like
0: <coughs> Sorry, I was looking up
1: something No, please do Please be ready. I'm, ready I'm ready I know what
0: I'm talking about now We're all good
1: But, yeah, no, it's just, like I, I've never I, When Hyrule Warriors came out several years ago uh, Like, the first iteration of, like Them using the warrior style for The Legend of Zelda I got it And they played it a bit And I was like, this is fun but I'm already bored because it's 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 just the warrior style of game where you're just doing the same thing over and over. Um, and you like there's not really that many combos that you work with and like it, it was just it didn't feel
0: That's how I feel about like any game though it's
1: like, yeah. and and like that that's kind of my that's my problem with most online games too. I love Overwatch. and I don't know why I said it, but that didn't <laughs> <I> love Overwatch.
0: <laughs>
1: I love Overwatch and I love all the characters and stuff, and I played it for like a year and a half, and I can't play it anymore because it's like the only thing I could do is just play online and fight against people. Mm-hmm. and I don't care about this. I wanted more story and they never really had a story to begin with. They tried to like trickle it in and it was bad. No, it wasn't bad, it was just a bad way to introduce story. Um, but yeah, I've never had so much fun in such a like a, a basic style of game. Mm. So that's just it. I'm just I'm just so excited. I'm losing my mind. It's coming out.
2: It's
1: June. Yeah, uh, November 20th. The demo's out now. It came out like yesterday and today is third today's Thursday.
0: Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday.
1: I just keep thinking today's Friday for some reason But if we're recording this Friday, we didn't get it in on time So that's a whole problem <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm just, I'm super excited I, like, I can just keep going on about mechanics and stuff But like, there's nothing, like, yeah, that's it I'm I'm just so jazzed about this That's great Yeah
0: Sounds like fun um, One of you want to take your yeah. reins? Alex, yes, what's sure.
1: your um, Yeah,
3: I was thinking about talking about Not the idea of record collecting, because I feel like that's subjective to, like, whoever does it. But, like, I don't know, just kind of, like, my own collection and, like, the way uh, I've kind of been deliberate in the way I've built it and stuff like that. Uh, It's something, it's probably, like, the most ongoing project I've ever had, or probably ever will have in my entire life. I, like, started collecting music when I was in, like, grade six or seven. Actually, the first CD I ever owned that was actually mine my mom got it for me for christmas was good charlotte young Yo. and the home, <laughs> i think is that what their album's called where it's like green and the people are watching tv I don't remember. it's something
4: like that i was gonna say young and the restless
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <That's>
3: incredible. <laughs> yeah that, that was the first one so i would have been in like grade six i think but anyway i've like gone about uh building it based off of things i've liked and uh so, I,
4: Young and the Hopeless, correct? Young and the Hopeless.
1: That was close. Right.
4: Reckless. That's what he said. Oh, damn. Oh. I, uh, we were all
1: laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? So you said you started when you were super young.
4: 2002. What?
1: Yikes. I hate thinking about time. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs>
3: what? I also
0: just love the idea of your mom picking that out. It, like, yeah. <laughs> this actually,
3: is cool. It was, my, it was actually a gift from my grandmother. Yo! My, like, like, grandma... My mom told me this, was my late grandmother was, like, adamant that for Christmas she wanted to, like, give the grandkids, like, the super cool cool toy that the one that they, like, wanted at the top of their list. So, like, grandma wanted to make sure she was the one to give the cool gifts. And, like, that year it was, like, that good Charlotte CD. So my mom bought it and grandma always just, like, reimbursed for whatever it was. So, yeah, I got that from grandma.
1: So, I don't don't have it anywhere. Or maybe it's in the house somewhere. It's in Guelph somewhere. So, yeah, what, what I want to know is what exactly... Like, it wasn't like you got that first scene and was like, this is it. Hmm. What, what was like, I gotta do this. This is it. This is, this is it. I think, um, so yeah, uh, that's
3: an interesting question. I think I had a, uh, I, can, I can point to two main uh, things that happened, I think. Uh, so I had a modest collection of, like, c- CDs, because CDs were so expensive, um, back They then, still so. kind of are yeah. 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 Like, like, like new ones, yeah Like 25 bucks or something, or you go two for 25 at HMV or
1: whatever and, Sunrise? HMV uh, H-R- Sun- doesn't exist, right? Correct. No, this was back then that's Okay, back then. yeah, no, no, no. sorry, I, I didn't mean to jump in, I was just like, that's uh. no, okay, um, so
3: I can point to, like, two things One was, um, I finally got U-Torrent in Yo. my fifth year of high school and that like effectively blew the flood- floodgates open for me because i didn't have to like spend money on itunes or like was restricted yeah in any way you could just like totally unabashedly just like explore the, the
1: internet with your library
3: <laughs> yeah totally um that and well yeah i mean like the onset of the internet too because I, the majority of music i find is through the internet and uh, like wikipedia and like weird like connections and stuff like that like i i used to be kind of into like music review sites and stuff like that but now i've mostly gotten largely away from that uh, so yeah like internet and illegal downloading and stuff like <laughs> that. <That's laughs> not, let's not let's not hide that That's just, let's just uh, call it for what it is uh in, yeah i forget if e is illegal I think so I think (laughs) all Any any kind of file sharing Is pretty bad (laughs) I did a thesis on that I can tell you All about why Torrenting is okay It's good It's great for the musician Bad for the industry
1: Yeah
3: Um because it's basically free advertisement for musicians. They don't make money off of their recorded music anyway.
1: So yeah, because usually it's like a
3: deal. Like it's yeah, a record deal. Like, hey, we're going to give you a lump sum yeah, they make like some like money. 5 to 10% maybe off of their recorded music. And it's like all the, the label and like the distributor, yeah. they get all the money for that. So like if you kind of pers- take that as negligible, the recorded music, um, the way the musicians make most of their money is through like merchandise sales, concerts. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. So, like, when you consider it that way, basically, u was, like, free advertisement, and, uh, there's this one study, it was, like, 30% of an artist's fandom, uh, dropped when u was taken out of, like, the scenario they were modeling. Because
1: some people just don't listen to things unless they're free, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, um, I feel like that's that's like Spotify. I'm sure Spotify is not a great thing for musicians either. It's very similar though. But yeah, you have you pay like ten. What is it? I don't know how much 10, 10, ten bucks and you it's it's free in that concept of mind. You don't have to yeah. worry about like access to music. Yeah, exactly. So like the potential to make to
3: make fans who will spend money on your stuff is increased in that scenario. Uh, that's a tangent, but anyway, um, <laughs> that and my discovery of like used music stores and like using thrift stores as a means to like build my collection because like I'm a pretty cheap person like I don't spend a lot of money on things um so it needs to be a pretty cheap hobby if I'm gonna have one gotcha and like music collecting is great because and now within Newsflash! Within the last year, <laughs> Valley Village has dropped their CD price from three dollars to two dollars. Yo, which is wow. insane.
1: Buy three, get one free. Exactly. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Basically, he always buys at least three.
3: <laughs> um, so yeah, like the access with that, just like a similar to like the torrenting in the. Uh, the Spotify thing just, like, makes exploration so much more accessible and also, like, rewarding when you find something awesome for, like, $2, right, and you already have, like, the physical physical copy, and you're like, nice, I'm glad I took the risk on this, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's deeply satisfying. So that's, like, kind of the basis of how I built up, like, a big gargantuan um, collection. The, um, well, it's also, I guess that's connected to the fact that nobody cares about CDs anymore. Um,
1: Yeah. Which is awesome, yeah. and I'm very upset about it because, like, I, well, f- for me, I just haven't gone out to buy things that I like, and usually it's still new music, so I don't find any, like, there's no opportunity yeah. to find there's it. There's, like, a turnover period before you find yeah. it. Yeah, and then by then, it's like, do I really want it? Yes, technically, but I don't <laughs> want to go look for it now. Right, right,
3: right. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah but masks I've got like I've gotten rid of a good hunk now but like I don't know like 1500 CDs or something like that and then like 200 records
1: that's too much oh, that's, not, that's not That's not too so much. much that's yeah. not too much but it's like so much <laughs> your CD
3: uh, tower
4: is the most where
3: do you have it where is it's it's CD literally our whole two, second
4: floor of our yeah. apartment I have
3: two rotating CD towers that hold a thousand each oh I didn't I didn't realize the capacity box. no I know I know about them I just yeah. didn't I just it's like sneaky like you don't realize it and then you look at like a row of them and you're like wow there's like 40 in that one like shelf
1: you know because they're so like small and portable over there that's so cool well it's it's, i think it's pretty cool like my whole collecting thing has always like not always been it's been cards right and i go ham on cards so i understand the the realm of like oh i want this let me go do let me let me get everything that i want from it and like that's yeah exactly um and um yeah like
3: one i know oh, i guess the third thing that was like later on was i discovered through my thesis supervisor like a website called discogs where you can like digitally archive your collection online that's most uh, best. which is so awesome because it'll like tell things tell things to you about your collection that you didn't even know like this one time the spoon cd i had it had a bonus disc like hidden Beneath like the plastic tray, huh? that I didn't know about until I like looked it up, and it was like, oh yeah, by the way, this is like the special edition with like this bonus CD, and it was like, what? And, <laughs> a, and it like fell out, and I was like, holy crap! What did that say? That's has? So, so cool! Like, that's oh. really cool it's a right? like treasure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's neat to like figure out. Um, it'll do everything. It'll tell you, you know, country of origin and like all of this stuff, where it was
1: made and the whole deal. No, with something um, like that, does it? Does it? Like, I feel like this is too much to ask for, but does it, like, analyze what you have and be like, do you, do you think you'd like this? Um, there's a bit of recommendation stuff there. One thing
3: that's really interesting is that it's, like, purely, like, the entire database is created by music fans, by submissions that are, like, reviewed um, so there's, like, really interesting, like, sub-genres that you get on stuff like that, um, and you can go, like, full meta on, like, your collection and, like, look down all the genres you have, and you're like, oh, the majority of my collection is rock, and then you're like, oh, wow, I have 37 albums that are left field, whatever nice. that is, and you click and you're like, oh, this is left field music that I have. Wait, you is know? that a real thing? Oh, yeah, there's, like, weird subgenres what? that, like are accepted within the collecting and, like, music community that you, like, will not have heard of, that you will find, like, on the app. Mm, that's um, incredible. That's it's really neat, cool. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's totally crowdfunded in the whole deal. But anyway, yeah, music collection's really cool. One thing I've started to do a little bit more is uh, find uh, bootlegs uh, of live shows which are illegal to... <laughs> really advocating for breaking the law ...to buy and sell. Um, but it's cool to, like, hear bands that aren't, like, around anymore, and what they sound, like, live, these will never, like, have a chance to be there. So I have, like, I have two White Stripes one, I have a Led Zeppelin one, two U2 ones, I have a Beastie Boys one, which is awesome. I have a Green Day one. That's nuts. I didn't realize that that was, like, a, like a market. So there's, like, sort of a market. Discogs, like, banned the buying banned the buying and selling of them on their platform because they're illegal, and because th- they're not, like, artists or label-supported. Yeah. They're, like... They, like, rip it from the board, uh, the soundboard at concerts, and distribute them,
1: like, quasi-legally. Oh, but, like, it's, it's not like somebody went with, like, a microphone. It's, it's some of them are. Okay. But some of them are straight up, like, this is the audio directly injected from the soundboard. That's yeah. cool. That's some nuts! That. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing! Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, there's, like archi- there's all sorts of archival stuff on the internet. A
3: huge one for that is, like, the Grateful Dead. It's just like Deadheads who were like Oh in 1977 When like Jerry Garcia <laughs> Broke his finger He had the perfect Snare tone and, like, <laughs> This is the Because they were like A jam band That did it like They did like Different versions of their songs so, Like each time Oh like yeah. So yeah. Every, every like, show was unique Oh
2: like January 7th 1972 Was the
1: greatest version <laughs> Of like this song Because of this This and this And if only that one guy Didn't yell I'm a deadhead to life In the middle of the solo It would be the perfect rendition. <laughs> Uh, there, there's there's a point where I, I'm okay with like the pretentiousness of some things because I feel like even I will, I will recognize that like yes you have to be quite a quite, quite a massive nerd to uh, like appreciate something the way like I do and it's not like it's not like gatekeeping but it's like. That's so funny. Like, that's so good. Oh, man. Well, oh, yes. man. I think, yeah, we definitely, you and I definitely
3: have, like, different interests, but we can we can get on the level of, yeah. that, like, really nerding out about shit. That's stop. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm probably going over time on my slot, but one thing I wanted to mention just in closing was I, I got this, uh, this queen bootleg from when they played on like this Japanese tour in like 1978 and like a really weird thing that they did to start their show because I guess this was like right after Night the opera came out so Bohemian Rhapsody was like a thing gotcha gotcha and they like came out to a recording of Bohemian Rhapsody, they like didn't play it, Yo! and they literally just played like the song up until you know the part where they like rock out at the yeah. end or whatever, and that's when they like started playing. What? Yeah, they're just that's like so good. They're just like fans. This is the song. Okay, now we'll play the fun part. <laughs> yes, sir. and we're here. Which is I don't know. It's just like that stuff's neat. But that's such a, that's know. such a
1: wicked way to be like we are the fun part. Yeah, we are like this is what you're let's here for.
3: People up. Uh, yeah, but I thought that was just a that's like funny stuff. Stuff you would never know about until unless you got like the bootleg, right? Or
1: well, I feel like that's that's a whole there. that's the whole point of like live shows as well. If I didn't realize how much, um, oh, what's that word? Um, Spontaneity. Well, personality. Oh, okay. Comes out of these bands at live shows, and oh, like yeah. I, I started going to them then, and then I was like, oh, this is actually great. My first show was Warp Tour, so that was mm. hectic and stressful, and I almost got I almost got trampled in uh, Circle Pit at Finger. I think it was Finger Eleven. Finger Eleven? I think so. <laughs> Yo. <Baron? laughs> no, it was. I don't think it was Finger. No, it wasn't Finger Eleven. Cause it, <laughs> it was a band with a bunch of bald white dudes. Uh, but were... <laughs> there was a lot of
4: contenders. I know. <laughs> a lot of contenders. No,
1: because as soon as you left at Finger Eleven, I was like, that's not right. <laughs> but anyway, there was a circle pit happening and like somebody's arm just came out like this while they were running And it just pulled me in. I was dragged on my knees for a bit and somebody saw me and just like ripped me out And I was like, oh. Dude, that reminds me. Matt,
3: oh. I forget what the post was, but Matt Jarvis talks about the most brutal mosh pit he's ever been in <laughs> Do you know Matt Jarvis is from Sadler House and he was involved with Trump Radio? Yeah I think so, yeah. He's a he's a freaking dude. I definitely um, I know too many people but without names. You'd know. Like for I, sure. yeah. Yeah. So he said Blink one eighty two remains the most brutal mosh pit I've ever been what? in. I had to escape, my friends and I were being crushed to the point that I began to seriously worry about my life. I've never felt this way before since. Matt's like a big dude, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, he's, yeah, tall, me. I rescued a number of smaller people, uh, and dragged them to the side, mostly unconscious.
2: Oh no! There were
3: a number of other people doing the same. We ended up covered in wounds, and the crowd ripped our backpacks off, and I watched them get past hundreds of meters away. <laughs> And then someone started whipping our juice boxes from our out the backpack. Another random concert goers. Total chaos. There was a moment where my butt was getting dragged away from me and our panicked eyes met and
1: our and our hands outstretched like you were being pulled into space. Oh. One, Blink1A2, but two, the whole, like, that was such a good description to really storytelling, yeah. A. plus. Total chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our eyes met and we didn't know <laughs> what.
2: <well. laughs> <laughs> Don't leave <miss> me, brother.
3: <laughs> cool. cool. That's funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, sure, that's a that's a, a, s- a small niche of a larger story yeah. to be told about what I like. That's awesome. You know, to
0: Yeah. Do I have less time? Probably. It doesn't matter. Take your time. My thing can be really short. And I've been cut off.
1: We've both been cut off so many times. Okay. Um
0: well,
4: going off of what Alex was saying about having hobbies that don't cost a lot and going to thrift stores, I have a similar thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna talk about thrift shopping. Uh not for music, but for many other things. Most notably clothes. Yes. I love to <laughs> gift <laughs> shop for clothes. And
3: kitchen items. Is uh, it like your top two? No,
4: kitchen items have only really become the, one of a top contender because of COVID and I can't try on any clothes anymore. So now I'm not buying uh, any clothes.
1: You gotta make sure.
4: And I've take, taken up baking as a hobby during COVID. So I've swapped to kitchen items recently. Do you still crank out bread? Yep. Hell yeah, she did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, I forgot. I, I yeah. can't friend yeah. some
0: of the bread you made it so good. Yeah.
4: I didn't That's have the banana, banana bread.
0: bread. Oh, it was so good. I'm glad you liked it. it was
4: really good. Um, well, yeah, thrift shopping. I miss it. I love it. I like the thrill of thrift shopping. Uh, it's kind of like a therapeutic thing. You wow. kind of have like a system. There are certain aisles you like over other aisles. Wow. Yeah, there's definitely like you go in kind of with a plan. There's certain things you're looking for. Uh, I know there's some other thrift shopping enthusiasts in the room, so feel free to uh, jump in uh, as I talk about it. But you know, go through the going through the long sleeve blouses is the best. Is the best. Oh my God. short is sleeve blouses comes close exactly.
2: second. For
0: sure. It's because. There is something magical about the blouse aisle. I don't know. Agreed. Yeah. Sometimes you find these beautiful things and you're like, where is this from? And occasionally, it's like
4: clearly one person who's donated like a bag of clothes and they're all in your size. Uh, and it's like striking gold. Yeah. So there's other days that are dry and there's certain days where it's just like, oh my god, I could buy 25 things. Mm. And now, they're all unique.
1: The one thing I want to ask, is it, so I... I personally, I've, I've, I have left shopping. Like, shopping has always been a great thing. Um, but because of the way the world is, and I've also had less money over the past, like, four years, only now am I financially comfortable because of Serb, which I hate that that is the fact. Anyways, um, what is it? Is it the shopping itself? Is it the act of buying things? Or is it, the like, the thrifting find? Like, the thrill of the find.
4: The fines cool. I okay. like to obviously like shopping regularly is always an enjoyable thing, but yeah. I am someone who is easily made guilty by spending money on things. Uh, I'm very frugal, gotcha. and I regret spending Look at the money two on of you. things. Yes, frugal
1: friends. And
4: I'm more frugal than him, so it's a, yes, it's worse. <laughs> um, but thrifting, I don't feel guilty because it's cheaper. Yeah. Oh. So I feel less guilty. Uh, and if it's too expensive, unless it's really good, I won't buy it because I'm like, this isn't worth four dollars. <laughs> You're ripping me off, Value Village. And then I won't buy it.
3: Um, One thing that's interesting yeah. about thrift stores is like, uh, I I'm not so sure, but I, I about you, but myself, like I value like quality goods as well. Like if I'm gonna yeah. buy them, yeah. And I don't want to spend the money to buy like a brand new pair of Doc Martins. But what I will do is spend twenty dollars on Doc Mart's at the thrift store. Yeah. You know, so like I want quality used goods, and this is where I get it. You know, or quality goods in general. So like twenty dollars on shoes gets you crap new. Oh, or,
4: beautiful.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Moss is just now pulling out her
0: own Doc Martens he <laughs> found.
1: Just a
4: one up well, Alex, I guess.
0: Aaron actually oh,
4: those found are, them. That's <laughs> But yeah, so it is part of the thrill of finding something good. Uh, you also have to sort through a bunch of bad stuff to find something really good. It's like finding a needle in the haystack.
1: But I guess that's like the whole like that's that's the that's the direct serotonin. Immediately into your brain where you're just like, ugh, oh,
4: yes. And then often the crushing, this is perfect, but I tried on it doesn't fit me. Oh or it has a stain or something. Or something. Yeah. You find something uh, or a hole. Because uh, they
1: wash like before they go out on the floor, they wash everything, right? I don't think they so. wash everything. should they yep. spray everything? Oh, maybe yeah, with like just, a disinfectant?
0: Yeah. Um yeah. But it's, it, that is the worst thing, because everything is old, and especially for women's clothes, mm. it's, the sizes is so, they're so fricked, because they made sizes, like, larger sizes, no, they made sizes, bigger sizes are now smaller sizes. Yes. Is what yes. I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, like, when you go back and find older clothes that's been donated, you have to size up a bunch, or else it doesn't fit uh, you. I see. And... Or, you know, if you're finding things that are more modern, then it will be true to size. But the sizing is a nightmare. So It is. It's Even so- modern clothes, women's clothes sizing, oh. is just impossible. It's horrible. It's
4: and like certain stores will up their sizes to make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Other stores will do the opposite to make you not want to shop there. Yeah. It's just a disaster. Yeah. Uh, women's clothes is a horrible industry. And that's why I like to buy used goods. <laughs> <laughs> I have not buy into that industry
3: as little as
4: I can. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it's fun, it's cheap, and you find unique things. I don't like wearing things that other people are wearing. Um, Unless we both thrifted them and found the same thing. Yes! Well,
1: no, I, I, that's exactly it. I, like, even me, I...
4: I love a good match here. <laughs> I do. I love to match only when it's a good,
1: a good item. That, that's such a specific thing to pick up on. That, that, like, you don't like wearing things that other people are wearing. I, I, I don't, again, I don't mean to be pretentious about it. I hate wearing branded clothing. Me too. Mm. And even if, like, I will not wear something that says Legend of Zelda, even though it's, like, my favorite thing in the world, because of the like the way it's being like shown off to the world I don't like being like hey look like my my cardigan that I'm wearing is a BMO cardigan but it's really it's not it's not like hey look at this or anything like that or like even BMO is from Adventure Time and you might not even know what that is and it's not popular anymore so it's like who cares Um, but Legend of Zelda is so permeating that I I really don't like I, I don't know what it is and any kind of brands my mom used to get me clothes all the time for Christmas because she doesn't know what to get me which is fine I love her um, but anything that would say like Puma and stuff I'd be like sick thanks mom in the closet until I'm old enough that this doesn't fit me anymore and I won't <laughs> feel bad about like donating I just don't oh I would God. never wear I'd never wear those kind yeah. of clothes like Puma or Feef no Fila. Yeah, Fila, Fila. Thank you. I was gonna say FIFA. But
3: that's <laughs> yeah, the whole that's brand. This thing is interesting. Aaron and I were talking about this the other we're day. Actually, yeah, uh, brands mattered in like high school a bit. Elementary oh, oh school, well, they gosh. were really big. Yeah, yeah. coming,
4: everyone's wearing like Abercrombie, yeah. t- yeah, American I mean, Eagle. Or, or, yeah, the, the
3: style of clothes yeah. really showed off the brand it's name just like as well.
4: Names all you over know? your T-shirts of where you shop. If you're not having a Hollister shop, you're not yeah. cool. I've
3: yeah. actually <laughs> yeah. been meaning to do it though, for for a while, is to like on things like my my like Herschel backpack or something. I want to take the Herschel thing off of it. Because mm. I'm just I'm just a friggin' leftist and I'm just like <laughs> I'm not i I'm not your advertisement. Like I'm not your I'm not your I just want the backpack. I don't want to be your free advertisement. Yeah.
4: I'm with you on that. I like I don't if I like something in quality, if I like a brand that's fine, but I don't want to look like I'm buying into a brand because yeah. it's a popular brand. Yeah. Well and that's where I like don't buy things. So that's why that I, I love
0: new. strip shopping because <laughs> then you get stuff that is really weird brands that you've never heard of or you know Mm. sometimes someone made it that's the best oh my gosh that's awesome you both
1: have super unique clothing and like at some point i want to purge my own clothes to an extent because i have a lot of shirts that are still from high school and some of them do fit some of them don't and i feel weird about getting rid of them because i really like them still but like I I, I want to go and be like yeah these just look these just look sick like this is this is, looks weird yeah. <laughs> I want it this yeah. is amazing
3: that's what I do I know a <laughs> <what I> <laughs> word from
1: the wise like this is this is
3: coming coming from a an old a man thrifting sage <laughs> um, like you need to be so disciplined on like the things you buy from thrift stores because. Yeah. I feel like most people tend to overbuy, yeah. and then you're stuck with like stuff you that doesn't quite fit or you don't wear or whatever, and then you just end up giving it back to the thrift store. So yeah. you have to be like really,
1: really, really sure. You're basically yeah. like ninety-five or more percent. Yeah. Although if it's yeah. not, then it's like if you, you, you second like, guess it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be like in love. Or don't do it. Um,
4: like with any skill, you need to get better at it. Yeah, which I is. I feel fair. like I now have it down to a science. I had a few years of like learning yeah. how to mm-hmm. thrift shop, and now I feel like I know how to do it well.
3: And oh, I yeah. I have
4: to return fewer things because I I only get what I want now for sure.
3: So okay, absolutely. Yeah. I just wanted to say if this if we're nearing the end of this section, in closing. Top three things you ever thrifted.
1: Ooh. Oh. A definitive list. Oh. So at least at least for me, I don't thrift a lot. Mm-hmm. I've gotten some things. Um, my current like uh, running shoes, which are like like hiking shoes, mm-hmm. so they're like five bucks. I was going nuts. My um, my shoes that I use for work. Uh, I do- Melissa, can you grab? one of my work shoes i i don't know what brand that is uh but it's a it's not it starts with a b it's not like blundstone no 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 not the blundstones can you can you just check that other shoe like so sorry. this one yeah or like yeah yeah just that one. Like, oh those like your loafers yeah rockport oh yeah Bluntstone. yeah like 15 bucks and i know when you like i there used to be a rockport store at the uh, at the Oshawa center like 70 minimum oh, and it's yeah. like oh my god and they were super comfy and that they're a bit worn down, but I don't those are my two. I don't really thrift a lot, but it's just like I was losing my mind. I was like, oh, shoes. Yeah, I get it, I get it. I don't wanna spend a hundred dollars on shoes.
4: <laughs> but I'll spend twenty. I'll spend twenty-five maximum. Yeah, exactly. Especially for like good leather shoes or like good yeah. shoes. That's a really good find, yeah. I gotta
0: say, for me, it's probably my that suit combo that I had oh yeah that that's the green ones yeah yeah that's the green pants that's probably up there my golf pants oh (laughs) oh
3: those are good did I find those yeah you did (laughs) those are amazing yeah Yeah. those are awesome
0: um the third thing I don't know probably one of my many velvet dresses (laughs) yeah that's
1: good all of your velvet finds are just yeah
0: Yeah, you always find velvet stuff there it's amazing it's amazing. amazing
4: Mine, probably, I should put in a velvet dress. My long red velvet dress, for sure. Yeah. And then I was just thinking, like, I just have, like, three coats that I love. But I'll just say two. My long red coat. Yes. London Fog coat. (gasps) Love it. And my... That was a thrift. Yeah. blue one. Yeah, and Yo. my blue coat. Yeah, my long, my long felt blue coat. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I won't talk about my long felt blue, black and white striped kind of coat. I was
0: um, going to, I thought that one was going to make the list. I liked that one. They're all great. I guess my coat is a really good find. Your coat's a yeah. really good Oh my
1: god, because yeah, that's the one with the cape, right? Yeah. That yeah. you found? Jeez.
0: Anyways, yeah, we the have the a lot of great one. coats. Yeah,
4: I got that one. I love coats. Same. Um, that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> coats like and shoes.
3: I think my, well, like, my favorite thing that probably wouldn't be number one is, like, my long green, I have a long green peacoat that I really like, um, but the, the number one probably because it's, like, something, like, every time I wear it, people, like talk about it is uh, like I found one of those leather like trend jackets oh like, yeah those. isn't it like
1: 1977 or something or no 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 it was uh 2002, 2002 oh really oh yeah, 2002.
0: 2002 the same year the good Charlotte, Charlotte came out Charlotte. <laughs> young and the it was destiny <laughs> I mean,
4: you should get embroidered on it young and the hopeless
3: sorry to derail you in?
4: <laughs>
3: um, yeah, I almost didn't buy that actually, and then a friend like conv- uh, my friend's ex convinced me. How much was it? The- it was eighty dollars, but I had a coupon, so I got it for like sixty. Yo. So I was just like, oh, that's like a million dollars in the thrift yeah, store. So, yeah. Like, if you bought it your for eighty dollars, value is so weird at thrift stores. Yeah. So like that's one. I found like a number of CDs. Um, I found. A couple CDs worth between like 50 and 80 bucks there that are pretty neat. Oh, probably. Okay, so trend jacket, number one. Number two. I know. My Tommy Tommy Hilfiger horse shirt is a classic. Oh, I
0: was going to say that one. I love that shirt.
3: I remember I picked it up off the rack and some old lady was like, oh, that's a fun one. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're
0: like, I've done it. I've found the shirt.
3: This is my top three, Phyllis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then...
3: I,
1: I don't know. I
0: like this. I, don't I like that I was gonna say oh, that one's really good too. I didn't think really uh,
4: For it for, that for that
1: our one. listeners, it's a Green Eggs and Hamlet shirt.
4: I would not, could not kill the king. I would not poison anything. Yeah. So this was a fun <laughs> one for a long time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I'm sure. I have so I, many. I, have tons. I would have to like look through. You you are you're
1: the one who's my... at top three. I know. you are thinking I like done, seven. Like I know. I know.
0: It's a hard decision. I think it's Melissa's turn now. Yeah. Well, my thing is pumpkins. Um, The first thing about pumpkins is just the word pumpkin. I (laughs) I love saying pumpkin. It's just such a fun word to say. I think everyone should say pumpkin a few times. Pumpkin. 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 Pumpkin.
1: Pumpkin. Pumpkin. It's it's so cute. Like the word feels round.
4: It does. Pumpkin. An award should go to whoever
0: named the pumpkin. (laughs) Pumpkin. 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 I, I don't know. I like having random facts. I always look up the Wikipedia article, whatever I'm talking about, and just look at some stuff about pumpkins. The um, cool thing I learned about pumpkins, whether or not it's true, is that it's one of the <laughs> oldest domesticated plants, having been used as early as 7,000 to 5,000 BC. What? Wow.
1: I'm sure that like the shape of it has changed, because gourds in general yeah. are like all sorts of messed up. I've seen <laughs> varieties of <laughs> gourds, and I'm like, you're not the same. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is not the same plant. <laughs>
3: gourds some alarming shit they <laughs> really do it's
0: so perfect yes
3: you get it oh. <laughs> this
1: gourd's got a story <laughs>
0: It was growing around another gourd. They're intertwined gourds. But yeah, I mean...
1: Star-crossed gourds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think... I I like pumpkins because there's a lot of things you can do with them. Um, I really like pumpkin pie. I like pumpkin-flavored things. I also enjoy carving pumpkins, which I have not done... This year or last year or in a while, yeah. but I used to do it a lot and I found it quite
1: fun. I only really did that with other people because our like my family never really did most holidays, yeah, it's um, but I, I, it's super fun. It's much more difficult. Everybody just cranks mm-hmm. out pumpkins, and I'm like, oh, these are cool. And then I did it, and I was like, what is ha-? Like I was like, <laughs> caught like like stabbing into this pumpkin. And I was like tools, I think.
4: Yeah,
1: oh, like actual.
4: Like, I don't know, I never do it. Um, but one time They're I did like, do it, there was, like, all stuff. these knives yeah. that I see. helpful. Yeah, take a pencil
3: or whatever and mark where you want to go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the last time I did pumpkin carving, I don't know, the last few times, I, like, did pretty elaborate things because I was older, but I used to carve pumpkins a lot when I was a kid. Like, every year oh. we would carve pumpkins. And
1: then you get the, if, when you gut the pumpkin, you just bake all the seeds? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Brother.
0: <laughs> yeah. Those Pumpkin are seeds. seeds. Yeah, a lot that of. That's what they're. That's <laughs> the <one? laughs>
3: what? You were like, used to make the season." and I was like, "Yeah, pumpkin seeds." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <so obviously laughs> no. As yeah. a matter of fact, there's a real name
1: for them. <laughs> just it's those solid, weird I crispy bet, things inside. It's just you know. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So pumpkins, you know, jack o' lanterns, pretty cool. Some more fun facts are that. Um, Traditionally, Britain and Ireland would carve lanterns from vegetables, particularly the turnip. Huh? Mangle Wurzel. No. Wow. Uh-huh. Whatever that is. Alright, look at that up. <laughs>
1: we made a jack. <laughs> we...
0: Mangle Wurzel is a type of beet. It's also called mangle beet, field beet, fodder. beet. beet. Yeah, oh doesn't... my god! But why are they using
3: beats? If I cut into a mangle beat, would it just start like gushing blood because you like mangled
1: it? Or would it like just start this
4: wrapping
3: a, itself around
4: a you? A mammoth mangle wurzel? <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yeah. Oh my god!
4: If Picture had... a beet bigger than your head. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's what it looks
1: like. Made. It looks pumpkin... like a Lego person's head. <laughs> <laughs> if Sorry. you made a pumpkin rendition of Aaron, it would be a jack o' lantern. Oh!
0: oh. Wow.
1: now your contract is fulfilled <laughs> thank you for showing up today Alex
0: how much time do we have uh, we got
1: like three minutes three to four minutes
0: okay I gotta quickly tell you the story which I found out about which huh? is what the jack-o'-lantern is based on okay um, a man named Jack No No way. Yep. As the story goes, again, from Wikipedia, several centuries ago, amongst myriad towns and villages in Ireland, there lived a drunkard known as Jack. And Jack was known throughout the land as a deceiver, manipulator, and otherwise drag of society. On a fateful (laughs) night, Satan overheard the tale of Jack's evil deeds and silver tongue. Yeah, Unconvinced of the rumors, the devil went out to find out whether Jack lived up to his reputation. And typical of Jack, he was drunk and wandering around, and he found Satan just hanging around. As you do. And he was like, oh man, on. I guess I'm gonna die now, because Satan's here to take me to Hades. That's what it says in this, I don't really know. Um, and so he convinced... <laughs> Not hell.
1: He convinced, Specifically.
0: He convinced Satan to take him to the local pub. Supply him with many alcoholic beverages. And upon quenching his thirst... What a manipulator. Yeah, Jack asked Satan to pay the tab on his ale. Much to Satan's surprise. Jack convinced Satan to metamorph into a silver coin with which to pay the bartender. And Satan did so. Don't know why. Man, Impressed upon... Gone, well, Satan. <laughs> and will
3: Satan. And then Jack formed, formed
0: Nexium. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then Jack stuck the now-transmorgified Satan into his pocket, which he also had a crucifix in. So it what? trapped Satan in his pocket as a what coin. has happened?
1: I thought he paid the
0: tab! No. Why did he just take the coin?
1: <laughs> Wait, what? So he,
3: he took a- he made him into a coin, and then he dined and dashed it. Yeah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then... Power to- move. What a power <laughs> and move. And then,
0: to secure his freedom... Satan uh, gave Jack 10 more years, okay? So 10 years go by, and then Jack finds Satan again. He's like, okay, I guess I'm going to die. And then so Jack was like, hey, man, could I have an apple this time? And Satan was like, sure, why not? I don't know why I'm going to trust you again. And Satan climbed up the branches of a nearby apple tree. Why is he doing the work? I don't know. Jack surrounded its base with crucifixes, trapping him up in the tree. (laughs) Pulling that old trick again. I know. Oh, you got
4: me, Jack. You got me. I thought he was
0: just going to pull his pants down or something classic like that. Satan frustrated. Um demanded his release and as Jack did before he made a demand, but this time that his soul be never taken by Sadie by Satan and Sadies. Sadies and Satan agreed and was set free. Eventually the drinking took his toll on Jack, and he died. However, his soul um, prepared to enter, uh, I guess, prepared to enter heaven through the gates of St. Peter, but was stopped, and Jack was told by God that because of his sinful lifestyle of deceitfulness, I he was so. not allowed into heaven. <laughs> Thank you. Jack then went down to the gates of hell and begged for admission into the underworld. Satan, that's fulfilling his obligation to Jack, could not take his soul. That's to pretty warn good. others, he gave Jack an ember, marking him as a dead denizen of the netherworld from that day on until eternity's end jack is doomed to roam the world between the planes of good and evil with only an ember inside a hollowed turnip to light his way that's pretty cool that's where the jack-o'-lantern comes from because you put a flame in a hollowed out turnip in history or now we do the pumpkin that's an amazing song yeah. Yeah, we should make a song about that. Yes. Okay, cool. Wow.
1: Before anybody keeps talking, we actually have like thirty seconds left. Okay. I really want to thank Matt Campbell. you I, I, forgot to talk to you, talk about you like for the past couple episodes, and I just really, I was just like. Oh. Matt, you still listening? Three I know. Uh, thanks, Aaron and Alex, for showing up. Thanks yeah, for having me. This was so fun. fun. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to Trent Radio. Oh, I this is so late. We are broadcasting through the facility to Trent. We didn't
4: say that. Ninety-two point seven CFFF FM. Okay.
1: Bye.